Hello and welcome to Behind the Bunker, ladies and gentlemen. It's Monday night, 8 o'clock or 8.05. Just to finish your point, yes, that is a... If you guys have an opportunity, if you haven't heard it yet, the new... What is it called? Saskadelphia. Sorry? Saskadelphia. Saskadelphia. (laughs) So if you guys like Tragically Hip, I know most of you guys are going to scratch your head and say who are Tragically Hip, but if you're Canadian and you know who they are, they released their new... uh, newly found songs that were to be on road apples and uh, oh, road apples was originally supposed to be two albums and then they cut it down to one. Oh, okay well there you go all right so ladies and gentlemen sorry that's what we were just talking about before we came on the air and if you guys are tuning in right now it is monday night it's we are doing stuff. our live paintball show so thank you so much for joining us uh with me i have josh zuby zabrickus yeah and uh, Joe Kimson from Flaggers Paintball. Greetings and thanks for tuning in tonight to uh, Behind the Bunker. And what about Garvin J. Sharma? I am here too, folks. Uh, so you can get the party started. It's Behind the Bunker Monday night. Hit like and share, whatever you need to do. Let people know what's going on. It's going to be a great show. I promise you that. <laughs> uh, yeah, there we go. And then we have Math Crip pushing buttons and we are live in studio for tonight. So welcome, guys. Um, I'm just loading up YouTube and Facebook so I can see you guys uh, that are logging in and are going to try to interact with your chats tonight. We have a couple topics we want to talk to you about, and uh, hopefully you guys can help participate. Tonight we're talking about um, what was your favorite mission or scenario? Not game, but something during a scenario game or or, or a, um, a scenario event that you ran, or even during a regular rec ball day at your local field. What's the best scenario you ever played? Uh, we'll get to that a little bit later on as well. Um, not much new in the world of paintball on our end, uh, except for this came in from Matt Hoops. Uh, not sure why he sent this in, George Hay, but, uh, if you haven't gotten your pair of Croc Martins, maybe you should. Why would you ruin Crocs by hybriding them with Martins? Oh, stop it. Stop it right <laughs> now. All right. Sh- who actually found Doc Martins comfortable? I still wear Doc Martens. No, you don't. I swear to God. Do you I really? Do. I swear to God, I do. I only had one I pair, and maybe I didn't here. let it's it break true. in long enough, but I didn't I didn't no, like them. Uh, you know, that was my footwear from high school. Did yeah. you have a pair of the original originals, like when they were made in the States or whatever it was? In England? No. London? Mm. Yeah. Uh, no, but I mean, that was uh, I, I grew up wearing uh, Doc Martens, and I haven't retired them yet. I, I get new pairs every so often. Yeah. They last forever. So yeah, that's my, my that's my work sh- my work shoe. I think the longest boot I ever wear was Roots boots. I had probably two or three pairs of those. Those were good. Yeah. What did you call those ones that were suede and brown with a little zipper on it, or the little laces, the three laces? They went up like past your ankle. Desert boots? desert boots. Yeah. Desert boots. God, those were terrible. Yeah, they were ugly as <laughs> sin. I had a pair of those growing up too. I remember being at at the Flying Dog with with Hans, and his soul fell off. He had no soul. Soulless. Is that how he met Tina? I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, anyway, so moving on. We've got lots to get to on the show tonight. We have a new vault segment. Uh, we have mail time. We have the topic we're going to talk about. Uh, but one thing I also want to show you guys tonight. We showed this on the air the other day, but I never... Sh- or back when we were still on Zoom. But this is our new gun from... Um, Aesthetic. Is that how you would say it? Aesthetic anodizing. anodizing. Tyler Fair. If you guys want to, um, if you guys want to check this out, I'm going to show you guys in the live studio audience there. Oh, that camera doesn't do it justice, though. No, it doesn't. But on, but on, um, in person, this thing's pretty badass. But you guys didn't get a chance to see it. I don't want to mark it up with my fingerprints. And you can see that I have my Inceptions design custom behind the bunker grip on there. Oh, it's it. Simon says. Yeah. 
Very nice. So turning an ordinary resurrection autococker into something pretty fantastic. Uh, not sure what I'm going to do with it. Um, I'm either going to play with it or I'll put it on the market if anybody's looking to buy a gorgeous gun. Uh, that one didn't get a lot of playtime. That's why I anodized it because I, I just never played with it much. Uh, but yeah, what do you think? The quality is good. Really, it looks really neat. Nice fade. The, the, he did a fantastic job on the microphone and on the logo. It's really good. Apparently, that was a pain in the butt. Uh, it was very difficult to get that microphone, he tells me, but uh, he did it, and he's there gonna, you go. He's going to do me a tiger stripe one with a picture of Martin Sheen coming out of the water on it. <laughs> Are you going to get the words, now. never get off the boat, etched on the other yeah, side? I don't know. I might get an air cavalry on the other side and Martin Sheen's head on this side. Bobby Doust in the live chat says, Tyler does great work, support a Canadian company. Um Patiently waiting for Ontario's fields to open, says Rick. Yeah, we're getting there. Would um, it be a stretch to get Joe's face put on a marker? Then he would talk about it. <laughs> That's the rules, right? Then we know which yeah. one's his. Yeah. Did, did anyone else catch Joe pick up, pick up my gun and yawn? <sighs> <sighs> so there you go, ladies and gentlemen. So lots to get to on the show. If you guys are interested in doing something custom, uh, head on over to Aesthetic Anodizing. Maybe someone could pop that up, uh, oh. pop their link up in either the YouTube or the Facebook. I have a bit of news. Uh-oh. I happen to know that Infamous won this weekend. I, I saw the rings. There's a gigantic rings. I think they're bigger than the Super Bowl rings. <laughs> yes, but do they have uh, cubic zirconias in them? or? I have no idea. Yeah. That's as far as I know. Also some big moves in NXL. Yeah, who's it? Tyler Harmon? Yeah. Lap the Dragon is now with the Heat. But do you think that has something what to do with mean? Todd Martinez coaching over there? I think so. He's uh, Todd. I can poach your team, uh, Martinez. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all your players belong to us. <laughs> That's yeah, right. Yeah. So nice to see all you guys. See a few of you from Australia signing in. Connor, uh, all over the place. Nice to see George and Jeff and Ryan, all you guys. Uh, Matthew, if you guys get an opportunity, hit that like button either on Facebook or on uh, on YouTube. Or even give it a share on uh, Facebook. That would be awesome. It's good to see Connor in the chat. I think Connor had some health concerns. Um, and it uh, looks like he's back up and running. So good to see you again, my friend. I'm glad you're joining us this evening. Glad you're feeling a little bit better, hopefully. Too much Vegemite. Too much Vegemite, yeah. Or not or enough. Not, <laughs> not enough, yeah. The Vegemite <laughs> balance was off. So Yeah, yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So why don't we get to uh, Joe's vault segment? When we get back, we're going to get right into uh, your mail time questions. Hey, it's uh, Joe from Flaggers Paintball here with another segment of From the Vault, where we go back into history, back into the early days of paintball. This week is no different. Today, we are going to look at my single pod pouch made by USI, which is Ultimate Sports, and they are in Brockton, Massachusetts, and they were run by Eddie, and his last name has escaped me. Anywhere, this was the single pod pouch. You know, this predates vests and uh, molly systems chest rigs as we know them plate carriers because most people just use an m16 pouch with their 10 round tubes but this came along shortly after this is the usi 80 round um tube and it had this amazing jelly jelly lid flip top and these are the flip tops are virtually indestructible we still have some of these kicking around this one of course is in excellent shape because it's been hermetically sealed for many years probably 25 or 30 years in my vault and this is a brand new uh, single pod pouch so this would uh, 
have a small loop which you could slide on to your belt, your GI pistol belt, a couple pieces of Velcro, good quality Velcro. This is obviously made in America by Americans. It's decent quality. So this is my USI 80 round pod and pouch that was available from USI Ultimate Sports in Boston. Thanks for watching from the vault and we'll see you next week on Behind the Bunker. That was uh, my USI pod. Um, after we sort of got through the M16 Alice uh, harness stage of paintball, um, Idema Systems came out with um, some sort of proprietary paintball vest for like SMG 60s. Then um, USI was sort of the the still American made but le lesser expensive version of of the paintball proprietary paintball vest. So he made pouches, vests, pods. Um, he also made those loaders. I'm sure everyone has seen a USI loader, and it had that flexible sort of rubber rubber lid that would never break when everyone else's view loader lids were snapping. The USI one, you know, is sort of goofy and clunky, but the thing, it, they're basically bulletproof, and you could probably use it to repel with. They're so strong. Uh, so that that was that. I had, and I wanted a custom bag because nobody made gear bags, so I had. Um, I had Eddie make me, I, I drew, I drew this bag design that I had and I, I faxed it down and Eddie, um, USI made it. So I think maybe next, next week we'll, we'll look at my USI bag. Nice. USI stands for ultimate sports. That gives you a week to do some manicuring. Yeah. Nothing. I, got I it. think they call that manscaping. <laughs> manscaping. Manscaping. Yes. yes. If I get one more ad in my timeline about manscaping. What are you searching online? <laughs> no, they show up on Instagram all the time. It's some girl with their tatas popping at the top of a turtleneck. She's like, I love it when my man uses the lawnmower or something. Well, it's know. that and also some new soap that's made of like... Sasquatch. All... Yeah. You're not a dish. Yeah. You're not a commercial. You're not seeing any of that? No, none of this stuff. Wow. Good for you. <laughs> you're either looking at the right stuff online or <laughs> no, the wrong stuff. Clear your browser history, gentlemen. That's all I'm saying. Delete I don't think cookies. it's your browser history anymore. I think they hear you from Alexa and on your phone. Oh, yeah, I'm you, guys, telling you, you guys have those damn spy devices in your oh, houses. Every room yeah. in our house, it seems. And the thing is, they give you, like, you buy something, and for an extra 20 bucks on Amazon, you can get an Echo Dot. And then it's like, okay, well, it's Christmas. We can get a couple extra. And yeah. Sometimes I talk to it as if I know who's listening. <laughs> Hopefully, somewhere out there is a CSIS agent listening to my conversation. Going, Parks well, Canada. Is he actually talking to me? <laughs> well, they're lonely too, probably. What do you mean, Parks Canada? People that are CSIS agents say they work for Parks Canada, so they don't say they're CSIS. <laughs> You've given it away. No. <laughs> right now, all these mafia people are going to all their friends that are park rangers. All right, well, why don't we get into your segment, uh, Gavin? Let's do it. Hold up. Ladies and gentlemen, it is mail time, the time where I get to shine and uh, rip open my sack and read some of the correspondence that you have sent in. So this one is a stale piece of tidbit of information or question that needs to be addressed. Our good friend Josh Zubisabrikis did ask a question. I think we glazed over it. Uh, much like we do with many, <laughs> oh, that many, doesn't happen. <laughs> which we do with many, many questions. But 
given that it is relevant, uh, we wanted to come back to it and revisit it. So Josh wanted to know what methods do people use to help regulate heat while playing? So what are we doing? Yeah. How do you, how right, do you that's the one. How do you manage your heat? How do you manage the elements? I'm glad yeah. you guys are paying attention. It was great. Yeah. Gavin smells all one word, all lowercase. <laughs> no, it is. Okay. But it's just frozen. Maybe reboot? Okay. Sorry, Joe, we're right, trying to get no, Joe on okay. the thing. Uh, I'll, Have I'll be you back tried an Apple? Can we, can we ask this question again next no. week? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with you, jackass. <laughs> it. All right. Yeah, and you Nor know what? Like you do every other The last two I days have. in Canada, well, where we are, it's been, it's been a cooker. Stupid It's heat. been a real good cooker. So uh, quick quick math then, Joe. Yes. What is 30 degrees Celsius in Fahrenheit? 92. 92. So it's been about 92. Crack of stupid. Yeah. And uh, high humidity. In the last yeah, the last couple of days. So, yeah, it's uh, if you're out yeah. playing, you're out pew-pewing, uh, how are you going to keep yourself both on the field safe and cool? Yeah. Even like even just working at the field, on my way there, I'm drinking something, you know, pre prehydrating. And I know that's still too late. But you should be drinking something on the way and bring something other than water too because you're drinking water all day long and it just doesn't absorb anymore. You need something, whether it's a jar of pickles, whether it's you know what I was on. I was on one of the um, field owner chat groups and in, in getting at Costco in the U.S. Costco for business. And you can buy dill pickles in little individual bags, and they sell them at their field for a couple bucks each. Yeah, it's a great you idea. Get, you can get a, dill pickle slices uh, at the corner store, almost like potato chips, but they're in their, in their brine. And uh, there, there's the spicy ones, and just the regular dill really? ones. Yeah. Wow. Quite refreshing. Yes. Corner, I want the little corner store. I want the little pouches of olives. Olives. Yeah, the Olives brand olives. Well, next week on Joseph, I will bring you uh, a package each: the spicy pickles okay. and the regular dill pickles. Yes. Nice. Yeah. Do you, do you ever walk Joe, into a, yeah. Don't get yeah, too thanks, excited, jerk ass. <laughs> <laughs> do you ever walk into a convenience store? Remember back in the day, and they would have a jar of actual pickles. You'd be able to buy a pickle on a stick. What Amish store did you walk into? The yeah. Mercantile. <laughs> At the St. Jacob's Farmers Market, you can get a pickle on a stick. Yeah. No, you used to be able to it's go with like some beaver pelts and, and trade it in for some <laughs> some merchant. <laughs> I still remember bars having pickled eggs on the. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oktoberfest. I love it, baby. Yeah. Sure. He says pickled eggs. You agree with him. I go I pickles and you're. What are you talking what? about? Do you, remember the, you're talking about <laughs> do you remember the corner store when you used to reach in and grab a handful of pickles? You know, like. Tell us how you used to walk down there with a nickel and get a handful of candies. <laughs> nice. Yes. <Go> ahead. <laughs> All right. So let's get back to it so we don't have to answer oh, this one Robert more time. Robert Hansen says watermelon is always refreshing. That's a good call. If you can uh, have watermelon halfway through the day, there's a good way to cram the, some. Watermelon sugar Best high, baby. Part about watermelon is the sugar high and, and the amount of water it contains. The yeah. worst part about watermelon is the taste. What? What? It's disgusting. Sacrilege. <laughs> you shut your mouth, as Gavin would say. Shut your mouth. As Joe's chugging back a watermelon flavored <laughs> yeah. Mill Street organic disgusting. or whatever it watermelon is. Watermelon and cucumbers. Oh. Really? Oh. So my <laughs> daughter on keeps telling me about this thing she sees on TikTok. If you take a cucumber and dip it in um, sweet and low. Apparently, it tastes like watermelon. No, I can't see that happening. Yeah, I, yeah, not gonna happen. That's the first grossest use... thing in the world, right next to watermelon. Or is it sucrin or you stevia? Sucralose. Maybe it is stevia. Maybe that's right. Someone will have to post up on. Someone that, else but... Google search it. I don't want that in my search history. Jack Daniels and Gatorade is very refreshing. That's all. You says need. Matthew Watts. If you're looking for a trip for ER, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Phoenix says. Uh, I usually just pound a monster and struggle through the rest of the day. Is a monster... Ugh. 
Ugh. Is a monster is a diuretic? diuretic. Yeah. Absolutely. You're yeah. gonna purge liquids from your system. That's a that's a scary thing. Phoenix, to be doing. I used um, to respect you. Now, I, now I don't know. So this is interesting. Is I was watching a, a video with a doctor who's going through all the ingredients on on them, and they said there there's only one on the shelves that is semi acceptable, and if you're going to do it, and that's by C4, because it's mostly Plastic vitamin explosive? B. <laughs> yeah, it's mostly <laughs> vitamin B, and it tastes like Play-Doh. But apparently it's like the best of the worst. Huh. Okay. Whatever I, you call that. I also don't want to leave this question right now, but I know we, for the last couple of weeks, a couple of years actually, we've always talked about the importance of hydration, right? So yeah. let's put hydration aside. What yeah. else are you doing to help regulate your cool, your, your, your body? Wool like, socks. Wool, wool socks, yeah. So I know uh, both Joseph and I are big proponents of darn tough socks. I have mine on. But I'm not, <laughs> I I'm wear, not, I you guys mine. shoehorn that in every well, episode. It's almost like they sponsor the show. I wear mine. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'm not going to put my feet up on the table like Joe did. But okay, so what else are you doing? So we t- I know last week we talked about, uh, at least I talked about, having the Under Armour compression shirts. The Mission Gator. Uh, the Mission Cooling uh, yeah. neck gators. Yeah, we yeah. got me one of those. I wear yeah. it all the time. Yeah. Uh, which is great because that dropped your, your body temperature by like 10 degrees if you keep re-wetting it. Yeah. Uh, so I think anything that's going to help, particularly for Water anybody, sports. like right now, it's really ridiculously humid in Southern Ontario. So humidity is a, that's like death on a stick, right? <laughs> because you can't cool yourself down. So you're going to need that artificial uh, evaporation of the uh, of the fluids off of your body, yeah. right? So what are you guys doing? Like, Josh? Well, Phoenix is also saying that she's waiting uh, for a darn tough logo to be uh, on the sponsor banner down Damn below. Damn Skippy. <laughs> um. And, and, and sorry, we're going to ask Josh in a sec, but I was thinking to uh, put a rag in your ice water in the back, yep. in, your, in your cooler, and then put it on the back of your neck. Yep. Yeah. I generally freeze my hydration pouch the night before. Don't fill it all the way up and then stick it in the freezer. And then uh, I usually covered in Under Armour. Moisture wicking goodness. There you go. So uh, I'm gonna go back to your that cool towel thing, right? Yeah, think about where all the major arteries are, right? Uh, where it's pumping the you want cool blood flowing to your system, right? So around the neck, the wrists, uh, thighs, stuff like that. Down your pants, yeah. Down your trousers, yes, yes, yes your hot pants for sure. <laughs> uh, but yeah, just like you know, I'm I'm looking in the chat too. Other ways that people are keeping uh, yeah. keeping cool because sand in the cooler. Yep, it's a great idea. And also like, depending on what you're wearing. You got to be careful. Like a lot of guys wear multiple layers and you just, you got to suck it up and not do that on those days. Um, wear the lightest pants that you have. Uh, something that, you know, something that's not too tight as well. Cause you want them to sort of breathe oh. and um, you know, don't wear two, two, sh- two shirts and a Jersey or a, I, you, you know, like it's one thing to be, play the part too. Like if you're at a scenario game and I get it, like you want to wear your, your tactical vest, you want to wear your camouflage, you yeah. want to wear all that stuff. And that's great. But try to slim down on some of those layers. Some of the guys stay true to it, no matter whether it's 10 below or 100 above. And it's not really the smartest thing to do. Um, unless you're going to, yeah. So, But just, just um, trim down on the layers. I used to play at a field near Marmara called Bunker's Hideaway when I was away at school. And they used to have these giant shower heads just hung up on a post with a pull cord by it. And you'd pull the cord and it would just dump cold water on you oh they had a well and it was like 50 feet down so all the water was coming out was just ice cold and on on a super hot day it was either the best thing or the worst thing because one it would cool you down or if you waited too long it would give you an instant headache that would last for two days nice yeah. but well, wouldn't wet clothes like depending on the clothes you're wearing like if you had cotton and whatnot on wouldn't that just 
retain the heat though it, after it a would, while. Yeah, yeah. after a while. Yeah. Uh, so Mike Grizzly uh, Grub in the chat also said uh, like garden sprayers. I think I scroll past it. So yeah. I used I do that as well. Yeah. Um, you, you have one dedicated just for water, so there's no chemicals or anything in it, and you use that as your hobo shower. So that's really really great to keep you refreshed, uh, cleaning off your gear as well. So yeah. we have great mist, idea. We have misting fans. Misting we, fans. We have yeah. misting fans we use on super hot. Days. I found at one point, you know, you know, um, when you see the soccer highlights, because I know none of you watch it, but you see the guy go down and they come up with that spray. And they spray yeah, the, him down. The, the holy water. That's they got yeah, yeah. <laughs> I found that at Shoppers Drug Mart yeah, once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that Jeez. too, but it's like 20 bucks for a can, right? <laughs> yeah. I think it was like $14, but I was like, I, I got to try this. You got behind the bunker money. I don't. And it's yeah. um, it's a spray that has, um, I think it's like alcohol in it to evaporate fast and menthol. Hmm. And that's why it just. So now every time I see that and how much they put like in the guy's shorts. And I'm thinking, that guy smells like menthol. For the rest of that game, no, like, <laughs> like he's gonna be running around. Like, how is your eyes not water with that much menthol in your crotch? I refer to that as the holy water. As there's a massive injury, the guy's on the ground, he can't move, and all of a sudden this holy water comes out, and he's back up running again. Right? Well, why? Why wouldn't you instead just buy Axe body spray, Cool, Cool Wave, or whatever the whatever the cool <laughs> scent is? Wouldn't that do the same thing? Then you smell good too. Yeah. Why shower when you have axe? Nice, nice to see Eric Engler in the live chat as well. They call that a high school shower, don't they? That's right. <laughs> um, yeah, sprinklers are a good idea, but when you're mucking, like mucking around with getting yourself wet, unless you've got the right clothing on, it's not going to end well. That's why you got to have Under Armour on. Yeah, and please don't be that guy too. And I know I'm going to upset some people here, but don't be that guy that goes and plays paintball shirtless. We don't allow that. No. You know, I, fields shouldn't allow that. But I mean, no one needs to see your nubbins out there running around. Oh, why? Freezing nubbins. I don't care if you have an eight pack. Like, it's just don't. Just don't. Yeah. Uh, all right. You know, um, hopefully, Josh, that answers some of your question. We can <laughs> retire it and not mention it ever Wait, again. I always looking for good ideas, right? Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. And there was definitely some in the uh, the chat, and we, we've discussed it. And, well. and speaking of Zuby, sorry, going back in the live chat, Stephen uh, says uh, Zuby is a melon hater. Damn. <laughs> Anti-Melonite. <laughs> All right. Uh, next question comes that from some little Bobby Spisser. And Bobby Spisser wants to know, what's the weirdest thing somebody meleeed with during a scenario game? So he's had a teammate who ran out of air and pulled a dandelion and proceeded to melee several of the opposing forces. <laughs> what have you guys seen? I've thrown a clump of dirt. You, you, don't have to say, you don't have to say that you were actually uh, eliminated by it, but what, what have you seen? Yeah, when, well, Nerf should still be one of the silliest things we get meleeed with, I feel personally. But I've thrown like a clump of clump of dirt at a building wall and yelled grenade just to see what would happen, and nothing did, unfortunately. But whatever. Did, did you bite Todd? The, did you bite the pin out of it too? <laughs> Todd, <laughs> other people have to be playing at the same time when you do it, though. No, that's true. Mm. You guys see anything weird in the field? I've seen obviously the Nerf axes and and swords. And... I saw yeah. uh, Todd doesn't like tanks. The guy, rubber knives. Yeah, a guy had a banana. Uh, but it was like a good. shaker, like a musical instrument banana. He was walking around yeah. tapping people. This doesn't really count per se, but Joe maybe can help me with the guy's name. But there's a fellow that dressed up as Deadpool and would come out to the field and instead of meleeing people he would get like flowers and yeah. and and, and he, sidle up to somebody and put them in the back of their pod pack or something or put them behind their goggle without them knowing and i thoroughly enjoy that as people I were wa walking yes. off the field and they were he, just embellished and with he flowers was a, he was a good he was a good a good deadpool too yeah villanue no, no uh buck andrew buck Buck. okay that's it okay tommy guns says rubber chicken 
Yeah. <laughs> I think if you're going to melee somebody, it has to be ultimate humiliation. A rubber chicken is an appropriate item to melee somebody with. If I see somebody coming to melee me with a rubber chicken, I'm going to shoot myself. Because yeah. why not? I, yeah. I still am embarrassed that I got hit with a Nerf rocket or my building got hit with a Nerf rocket. Like, I just... Like, how are you going to stop it. that? I get it. But, like, whatever. All right. Can't you argue with the refs? It was a dud. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Look. I didn't hear the timing pin go off. It didn't go off. It was a dud. It was a wish rocket. It was a unexploded un, un, un ordinance. Yeah. At least some games they regulate how many nerf rockets go out, or the you know what I mean. Like, I get even still. I've been at games where it. they don't, and like the referee was literally picking up the rockets and bringing them back to the guy, and I was like, "What? Why are we you even playing at that point?" Yeah. Like, just quit and go home. Yeah. Eric Engler in the chat says the melee part uh, or melee item is a replica of a male body part. Like their arm? An elbow? Yes, like a like a like a kneecap. <laughs> yeah. How it, do you tell it's a man's elbow? <laughs> the hair. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. I was wondering where he was gonna how he's gonna answer that. AJ Corbett says a feather duster. There you go. That's a good Ooh. one. I mean if you're gonna insult someone by doing that you might as well do it with the silliest thing you can yeah good for them i have good a rubber them. grenade that i carry around in my pocket when you squeeze the spoon on it it goes <laughs> like a I fake just, one yeah are you still contributing the topic or are you just telling stories now? <laughs> no that's what i do i just drop it beside somebody like you just got melee yes oh, they go what and i was like it's a grenade steve a bar says a water balloon that'd be nice and refreshing I wouldn't object. I would take the elimination. Yeah, yeah. Remember those three-man blasters we used? We used to launch water balloons and paint grenades. And they'd go like 100 meters. <laughs> it's a poor kid. He doesn't see what's coming and gets knocked the to the quote, ground. Quote, the quote-unquote V2 <laughs> rockets. <laughs> Bab Spister says, see, uh, Gavin sorry, standing I'm late. Up on a hill. <laughs> Just in time for his question. Bob, we've been talking about your question since we started. We found it intriguing, and it's been eight, going on eight, for eight, 30 eight, minutes. Well, now that he's here, let's stop talking about it. All right, we're done. Yeah, we're done. All right, can we move on then? Yeah. Next yeah, question sure. comes to us from Daniel Big. And Daniel wants to know what is better to buy new or buying used? Depends what what items to buy new or what items to buy used? What is Never buy, to buy new versus buying used. Now, this is just me, and this goes against everyone else that's buying stuff online, but I would not buy a used pair of goggles. Sorry. I wouldn't do it either. You're querying my deal, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I know, and I have some goggles to sell as well, but I, I yeah. Um, I would buy I sell used a used gun. vintage gun, a used pump. Like you, used guns in general are pretty decent if you're if you know what you're buying. But anything that you wear, like I sold a pair of slide slide shorts. That is disgusting, disgusting. And I wouldn't like. And I sold some used knee pads. That's another thing that's less disgusting than slide shorts. But people need them. Like what I, I wouldn't buy. Padding. Not everybody has darn tough no. sponsor money. I wouldn't buy padding, but. I think I, you know what, you may convince me to borrow a pair of washed knee pads, but I can't imagine until the first ever. time you're sweating and you ever. kneel down and you feel that squish. Oh my God, slide shorts! Can you imagine that? Like they had the micro antibacterial crotch pad, the removable one from. Uh, <laughs> how many? Was how gross. many are in there? Right? Like no way in hell. Yeah, yeah. I, 
What 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 else could you buy? A a, a, a lens? Yeah, you could buy a used lens because no, at least you can no. wipe that down. Once once you sit, once a lens gets hit, so if you read the manual, any of your lenses, any anytime you take a shot in your lens, you're supposed to replace it. Okay, but hypothetically, let's That's say someone bought a goggle and they used it once or twice. Let's say I. I don't know. I wouldn't buy. I I get I get that. I just. If I saw someone with a fancy lens that I like, maybe I'd offer. But I, you're right. Like once you shoot them, that's it, right? Or they, or they left them in the sun, or they've used Windex on them. Who knows? You can't. You can't. <laughs> Dwayne King says I'd buy Todd's flip flops. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're looking at my Ho Chi Minh sandals. Oh no, they were Ho Chi Minh sandals. Yeah. <laughs> I wear my flippity floppities until they don't make the sound anymore. So you won't want them when they're done. So they just flop. That's right. <laughs> no flipping. <laughs> <laughs> they just across the ground. Um. Yeah, I guess anything that's wearable, like a headband, I wouldn't buy. Like, I know people buy sandanas and stuff like that. That's just, I don't know. I Maybe it's, maybe, maybe it's just me being gross. But what else could you buy from someone that's used? A hopper is easy. Uh, buy a hopper. Maybe a, hopper. Harness, maybe a tank. Maybe. A harness I would buy. Because a harness is on your back and it's... It does get sweaty, but you can wash that and it's yeah. not really on skin to skin. I, I, I don't I'm surprised more people don't wash their harnesses in the washing machine. I do. I, I do all the time and people are like, No, no, I always just do it in the laundry I hose mine off on the driveway at the garden hose and I just hang it up the air dry. And that's fine, but have you ever put it in a washing machine? No. It it comes out nearly brand new. Mm. I Yeah. And if you add some uh, scented crystals? <laughs> I use all temperature. Do you? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I do. Oh speaking of scented crystals, I have um crystals from DuPont. They're actually Cordura new. And you throw, when you're doing your stuff in the laundry, you throw a couple, a, a little packet of Cordura new, and it comes out smelling like brand new Cordura. Mm. And that's a scent you're going for? Yep. Smell like new Cordura. Bobby Doust on the YouTube chat says, I would buy a used jocks. Sure, it's plastic. Why not? Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Open up the purse strings a little bit, you know? <laughs> no like, kidding. <laughs> I get it. If you're on, if you're a baller on a budget, like that's I honestly That's where you're going to cut your it. budget. Yeah, exactly. That's not. This is where Todd drives the, the penny pinching line in the junk department. Come on. Here's here's okay. George George Hay is going through his uh, his, his his repertoire of how he cleans himself. He basically wears just his tack vest in the shower. Yep, he goes commando in the shower. He takes his jeggings off. <laughs> and his Crocs. It's not commando if you're still wearing your Crocs. <laughs> That's true. That's where he keeps his shower beers. <laughs> well, where do you keep oh, your shower beers? Very efficient, George. Well done. Oh, do you want poor some salad? George. I prepared it while I bathed. <sighs> yeah, I don't. I've got Matt. I think guns, hoppers, uh, sort of the hard products like yeah. tanks, barrels, squeegee, say, squeegee, yeah, yeah. pods, maybe a mag. You can take it apart and clean it. Going back to the chalk question, though, how many people around the horn actually wear a jock when they play? I do. I do not. I, I wear do a folded over towel. Okay. Do you, Josh, you said you do? Yeah. Really? But you're a sporty guy. Like, you're a hockey guy, so you probably are used to wearing them, right? I yeah. got shot there a couple times last year, and very, it hurts. But and I, Josh, how many kids do you have? Don't you want to end that? <laughs> Four. You should, like, you know, spray paint high neon right in the junk area, right? So. Yeah. Mag pouches become shampoo holders, says Tommy Guns. <laughs> there you go. Oh, boy. Yeah, I have my uh, Lucky Flagrators uh, golf towel that I double over. and uh, Gavin just rolls up a darn tough stock, sock, <laughs> shoves it in yeah. there, and just like, here we go. Sorry, what what kind of sock, Red Josh? Hot Chili Peppers. Did you, what brand, sorry? Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> I was looking for the darn tough sock. Oh, I know. I wasn't going to give it to you, though. <laughs> um, 
Speaking of darn tough, we'll come back to it in just a second. Um, Planet Eclipse, ladies and gentlemen, do you know that they have more championships, new mechanical markers, new electros, new territory, including the new MagFed division? Get Planet Eclipse, ladies and gentlemen, and take on the world. We'll do that next week. I'll print off some new copies for okay. you guys. When the world's greatest players, photographers, and expected parents need the best coverage, most vivid colors, biggest selection, they pull a tab on an EG product. Hashtag pop smoke. Now with new packaging, new disbursement, new technology, make EG the greatest. Gavin, it's your turn. All right, okay. <laughs> uh, this one, I want you to pay attention to Phoenix. This is just for you. Coming up, thick welded seam. Stainless steel hardware, multiple color options, makes AirUps the number one choice for inflatables on and off the field. Made in America by Brett Davison's crew. Check out AirUps.com. Dreams fade. Ruthless paintball products, color sublimation, and craftsmanship never die. On or off the field, Ruthless keeps you fresh. Use a promo code BTB15 for 15% off your order. Adapt, create, and win. Exalt is in our blood. And in fact, it is our blood type. And make your game boil. Get Exalt, which is available worldwide. 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 From the beginning, you'd stumble down a rocky cliff or waded chest deep through a mosquito-infested bog. And whether you're sliding in the snake and running and gunning, GI Sports has the gear for you. Now with a myriad of new JT Spectra goggles. Myriad. Myriad. That's a new genre of words. A new genre of words. <laughs> genre. DLX Technologies, guys. True industry innovators with all genres of paintball, making the lightest, fastest, and sleekest hardware in paintball. DLX has the power to get you to the podium. And Lord Tundra and Jesus, that's where you want to be. You forgot to buy. Bye. Lord Tender and Jesus, bye. <laughs> so there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you to all of our sponsors. If it wasn't for them, we would not be here and look forward to maybe Darn Tough Socks maybe being a part of the program. I hope to God they will be one day. <laughs> I have never worn a pair of Darn Tough Socks. Are you kidding me? No, I don't think it I've is, ever worn a pair. once. No, yeah, I would yeah. I would have it in my sock drawer. My sock drawer only has two brands of socks in it, plus a couple of like heated ones. That's it. Really? Heated socks. Yeah. Needs, you don't need not heated, heated socks. socks like my um, thermal ones for skiing and stuff like that. You just need darn tough socks. Darn tough socks. They make ski socks. What the hell? Well, maybe we'll send I don't an email to darn tough. Okay, please do because I don't want to keep mentioning them. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Um, by the way, if you guys are doing anything other than darn tough as a drinking game today, you're you're doing the wrong game. All right, so we have a couple more questions to get to tonight. We have the topic to get to. Maybe we'll do the topic first and, and come back to some more questions, Gavin, because yeah, I do want to get to some of those. Yep. Um, and then uh, if there's time, there's we still haven't done prices right. I've got some of those items that sold uh, weeks ago that I'd like to get to. Um, Joe, did you tag Darn Tough? Is that what I just saw? I've tagged them like twice. five times. <laughs> they don't care. They don't care. <laughs> I can call them if you I want. I wish, yeah. Yeah, I would actually, after hearing the 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 compliments you guys give, I would like to try a pair. Like these every and day. And I will go look in my sock drawer, Joe. If you honestly gave me one, I, gave I will. I you some a couple years ago, man, and you couldn't have worn them out because you could have got a brand new pair. Maybe. So I am wearing the PT sock, which is the tactical oh, no-show one, which is, uh, yeah, which is, uh, it's a light cushion, but light I cushion? like it, yeah. PT tactical, <laughs> no-show. No there you go. So... Our newest sponsor, Darn Tough, is, is we're doing it subliminally now, apparently. Holy shit. These are expensive. They're <laughs> lifetime warranty. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? All right. Let's move we'll on, we'll ladies and After the show. But the, <laughs> yeah. You're stupid not to buy it. It's yeah, a lifetime yeah. warranty, as my friend Jason. Actually, we've got a great topic that we want to talk about as in the after show. So if you guys are watching us on Facebook, we're going to move over to YouTube later on. And we're going to record it for our podcast. So if you guys want to hear what uh, what that is all about, you can. Uh, we'll, we'll give you some more information coming up. Um, 
But uh, the topic tonight, guys, and I want to watch you guys in, in the live YouTube chat as well as Facebook, and I want you guys to type in there. Go to their website. Um, what was your favorite scenario that you have played? Like when you've gone to a paintball field and the referee says, okay, guys, we're heading out. Here's what we're doing. Or if you're at a, uh, a big game and you open up that mission envelope and they want you to do something, what is something that you found that was really cool? And I'll, we've, said it, we've said this before, but I'll give you a quick synopsis. Um, at, at our field, we had a, a game called The One, and there was a game where you had to um, you had to fight to find this uh, this box, and inside the box was an iPad, and uh, you were looking. You had to take that iPad and move around the field to find a Wi-Fi signal. Once you got that, it hooked you up to a live camera feed, and that camera feed was showing you where the uh, objective was and whatever building it was. So you had to then track that down and find it. I just thought that was super cool and neat. But what is the best, what's the best scenario that you guys have come across? And maybe we'll go around the horn. Josh, I'm going to ask you in just a minute as well. Um, you've played Why? many of big games and you've, you've, you've played at both Flag Raiders and I know you've been to Super Game and a bunch of other games. Anything that comes across you that or that strikes your fancy that you've played before or thought that was cool? Do you want me to answer now or are you going to come back to me? No, I was giving you a long-winded no. intro so you could think um, about it. Piggybacking off your comment about the one, I really like that when you showed up, you got a t-shirt as your team's color. So you had to wear that t-shirt either under attack vest or over attack vest or or over a pod back or whatever. So it was a dark maroon color versus olive green. green. And it was like there was no mistaking at any point in time what team anybody was on. And it was colors that fit well enough with the you know, with anybody's camel and stuff. I really like that. Yeah, that was cool. And it's, it's, it's the only people that complained were the people that like, there was a couple of people that complained because they didn't want to wear it. They wanted to wear their tack stuff, which they could still wear, but just wear the bloody shirt underneath or drape it around you. But what it kind of looked cool to have that. And then really your tack cool. vest over. You had top. like a hundred maroon guys cresting a hill on one side and a bunch on the other side. And, and bunch of green guys could, running away. You could, yeah, you could see sort of what they did do a lot of running that day. I, I just picked the colors out of random. I don't even remember what happened, but yeah, that's yeah. Uh, and then the I, I think my favorite game that I've ever participated in was Water Wars. Yes, sir. Just I think Gavin and I got the absolute most out of that game the entire day. Quite possibly Parker, but okay. Um, well, the waters are so. Speaking of which, I mean, it was a great scenario. Uh, it was really really fun, well produced. But that was one of those re- ridiculously hot days. But there oh, was yeah. nothing more refreshing than trying to access water out of those big jugs and having it spray yeah. on you, but not even caring. Right? Yeah. It's like, oh, it's so good. We're losing, <laughs> but I'm re- getting refreshed. There's people that were <laughs> yeah. walking over and they were like trying to put their head under it and open it up. And there was a ref standing like, no, don't touch that. Don't touch that. Don't touch that. It's it. like, I know it's not the mission, but I need this. <laughs> yeah. I'll that take the great. loss of points. Uh, yeah. It's also good to see Bricktop in the house. Bricktop. Ah, he's uh, got the third best show online. Yeah, the third best show online. Not bad, my friend. <laughs> Congratulations. I saw your comment. <laughs> um, I was going to say, I, I could tell you a mission that I hated. We ran an arbitrary mission at the far end of one field uh, at a game that Joe and I went, and it was to retrieve a crate. And we went and got the crate, only to be found that it was so heavy, it was full of br- bricks. It was basically like a make-work project because we were winning so bad that day. And they sent us on a fool's errand to bring back this coffin-sized crate yeah, full of rocks. Yeah, chase. Yeah, it was, and it was. It, I mean, yeah. So another water mission was uh, our friend Sean Riddle had created uh, basically just um, 
three gallon drums of uh, water, but that holes in the uh, in the uh, wasn't the that drum. cartel wars? Uh, I think so. And so we had to take that back, and they had to. It was actually uh, points were uh, were based on the weight of it, right? And so you'd actually <laughs> you had to gingerly walk it You're back without spilling spill anything. It. Yeah. So like, I thought that was really really neat. So there was actually a consequence for not bringing all the whole package back, right? So actually walking yeah. uh, with this heavy jug of water uh, under fire, but trying not to spill anything because you really valued the points uh, based on the weight. I thought that was really, really cool. We need to have a game where, or a mission that you have to go and run and do, but you're not allowed to bring a gun with you. You can bring like a, you can bring a paint grenade if you need, but you send out a group of six and they have to work on their own to go get something. That'd be pretty neat. I actually wouldn't mind trying that. Going out and trying to get to a base without any any way of defending yourself. Well, I remember the early days of uh, Flag Raiders when they had the Vietnam campaign at lunch, the 90-minute game. Yeah. Uh, so those were using pump guns, and it was transporting ammo crates back, so two people with a pump gun. So you're limited in terms of, like, you can't drop it down and pump, so you have to, like, Trying to yeah. manually do it with one hand jamming across your body and yeah, yeah. and and pump away, right? But that was yeah. uh yeah, that, that was very similar to what you were you you're referencing. I want to say that we've done this before, maybe not. Maybe I just thought about it, but I want to say that there was a mission that you had to run, you had to shoot something, and you were given a specific like a different paintball than that was that was the game ball. And I think there was only a handful of balls, like you were only maybe issued fifty or something like that, but you had to go shoot something with that color to eliminate something. And maybe that was at another field, but no, I'm pretty sure static, we did. It was a static product, prop in the drug lab. It was a sniper mission. Okay. Yeah. So I'm not dreaming. There was something say, there because I thought that was cool because then you got a limited amount of paint. You have to defend the guy who has that because if he gets shot, the paint's gone. I, I thought that was a neat kind of uh, way of doing that. Um, I also like uh, scenarios that involve keys, like physical locks and keys where you have to go get something. Um and, and I'm not going to bad... Well, I'm going to bad both Joe here for a second, but he had one scenario that he wrote where he had buried crystals and no. then offered people shovels. <laughs> no, 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 no. Let's say it right. A kid shovel from the dollar store <laughs> in an um, ammo crate. Wasn't it on the Dark Continent and they were blood diamonds? They were blood yeah. diamonds. Yeah. Both, blood diamonds. Both, both teams converged... The mission, both teams converged on the diamond mine simultaneously and they had to fight... To control the diamond mine, it was. The, a, we never found any of them. Uh, we found a lot. We found a lot. Yeah, I'm after. Sure I'm, sure, I'm sure there's still some buried right now, but we found a lot underneath all the underneath all the ashes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I my one of my favorite is Joe always puts the little word wordy word games in some of the missions, like um, there was some artwork that someone had to bring back, and you're only supposed to bring back I think the Van Goghs. Yeah. yeah. And then a whole bunch of the paintings in it were marked as Monet's. So you lost yeah. points because you brought the wrong artwork I, back. And I, like, su- I suffered the consequences of that. Was that? That was Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, remi- I, I remember that. And he's like, oh, you brought it back all this artwork, but it's the wrong artwork. And I was like, oh. Yeah. So, yeah, I read the mission. I knew there was artwork. We secured the location. We retrieved all the artwork, but we didn't actually go through it and read the actual artist. And, uh, and Joke, maybe you could share a little story about who the artists were. That created those oh, pictures. Oh, was it Milo? <laughs> yeah, yeah it's Milo. Kindergarten class. <laughs> and they, so I asked the teacher to paint, have the kids paint a bunch of pictures <laughs> for me. Then I just wrote on the artist and put them in the Louvre. It was a, it was a World War II theme. It was, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was a World War II theme <laughs> yeah, game. Thanks. thanks. Steve Avar in the live chat says, uh, wouldn't it be awesome to have players find stashed weapons as part of the scenario? Um, 
Yeah, that'd be kind of cool, but I th- that, that kind of gets into some challenges. But I would like to see, uh, like, I like finding things that, again, like, you know, the wrong color paintballs for a specific mission or, um, yeah, I, I don't know. The keys are so easy because they're only able to be used for certain things. So that, that gets into hard things. And I don't want to leave paintball markers out there or weapons out there on the field for people to... Yeah, I don't know. That's a tough one, too. Um, I have some ideas. Tommy gun handcuffs and bedposts. <laughs> there you go. That's a good um, scenario. We played one scenario where there was engineers on both teams. Uh, and the engineers could fortify buildings. So if they got to the buildings, they could take... Um, they had like a bunch of rope. And there's two O-hooks on each side of the doorway. And if they put their colored rope across the door that fortified that building and the opposite team could then not go into that building but there's also an engineer on your side and if you got your engineer to the door you had a set of wire cutters he could clip the wire and then that would gain your team entrance through that entrance so it was kind of this neat way to fortify a building and then kind of keep it a little longer with less players inside it was it was really neat and it it just turned into a cluster fart near the end of the day but it was pretty neat. But the one thing that we're saying is good is also the worst thing about scenario games is when you go and you don't quite understand the rules. And, for example, they'll 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 caution tape off a building and say you can't use the building anymore, but yet you can still shoot through it. But can you? And then people get upset. You can't shoot through the windows. Yes, you can shoot through the windows. So as much as great scenario games have great scenarios, you got to keep the rules so simple because um, that's where all the heated discussions get going halfway through the day is when you know you can't shoot across the boundary line you know like if you have a dog leg on your boundary and people are shooting across it you know that's when people get pissy because remember at OXCC we were playing that game and we were right up against the boundary and it had a bit of a dog leg and then people started to try to shoot across the dead area and yeah and they were yelling at us that they, they hit us and we were the ref was there with us so we were wiping off the stuff that came across the boundary line, but still, you know, you were wiping it off and they were, yeah, but no, (laughs) that's only because Joe was shooting me. So (laughs) yes, that's fine. Yeah. So yeah, there, there you go. There you go. Um, well, why don't we move on? We're almost at the end of, at the end of, uh, our Facebook show. We're going to move on to YouTube in a few minutes and, uh, continue to our after show. Do we have one more question we want to get to, Gavin, and then uh, maybe we'll move on? Okay, we can uh, save the rest in my sack. Uh, let's go with little Timmy Summers, who wants to know, uh, recovering from major injuries, uh, paintball players who have and continue to do uh, so. Uh, ACLs, blown eardrums, mean bunkers, stakes, slices, etc. I'm down with a torn ACL, surgery coming up. Keep me up optimistic. So, recovering from injuries. not quite sure what the question is, so how do people uh, fare? Um, what's the recovery rate, yeah. or how do you keep your, your spirits up? And uh... Well, not all of us in the studio have had any sort of major injury. Um, but the only thing it's going to affect really is your playing style. I mean, if you're up front in people's faces down and dirty, and you've suffered some major, you know, de- you know something that's debilitated you, and you don't have that mobility anymore, then maybe you're going to have to change and be that guy that's, you know, holding down the back line or... You know, looking for bunkers that are stand only. Um, you know, I, I mucked up my shoulder once and I had very limited range in it. So I, I, I wasn't able to be up front anymore and I couldn't even use a pump for, for, for uh, an entire season. So, 
again, that, that all changes you. But if you had any sort of, yeah, I mean, if you broke or pulled or anything like that, I, I don't know. I don't know. Have you guys ever had anything where you've had to change your playing style, even temporarily? I, I had I tore my meniscus either skiing or walking in, in my knee, and I, I noticed that I have to be careful going downhill. Like, my descents have to be a little more careful because my, knee, my knee's not as strong as it used to be, and I don't want to blow it again because then that could result in having a different kind of surgery. So I want to be – I have to be – I'm cautious. Yeah, yeah. Um. Do you? Yeah. You do? Yeah. Okay. Um. Sorry. I. Whatever. Um. Yeah. Gavin. What about you? Nothing. Here's the wood. Uh, things have been really, really fortunate for me. My paintball um fortunate tenure. son. Fortunate son. So you know. But again, uh, I'm not 20 anymore. Um. You know what? So the age, uh, the years catch up to you, and you do have to modify uh, your your playing style a bit. Um, yes. Just based on uh, how forgiving or unforgiving your the injuries are for your body, right? So, I twisted my ankle real bad setting up for an event once, and I was I had to play an X ball match in um, tension ten, ten, tension bandages mm -hmm. and uh, combat boots, and uh, I but wasn't the first up the up the Doritos anymore. I was the secondary guy, but um, a lot of uh, ibuprofen and uh, the wrapping, and that that's all I did. Uh, Little Babs Bister says, I was severely injured uh, my pride. Oh, yeah. Every <laughs> game. Like, Every game. Like his flag. Yeah. It is pride month. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Um, I relocated my my guy arm back into its socket after six weeks in a sling. He was back playing. Oh, he. Oh, sorry. He relocated a guy's arm back into its socket. All these guys that have, like, I've torn my my shoulder and knocked it out of its whatever. But how many times? It, it seems like once every couple of months we get a guy at the field who's knocked his arm out of his socket, and then pulls one of those. Um, what's his name? Briggs. What's the guy oh, from? Mel Gibson. Mel uh, Murtaugh, Gibson. Whatever, yeah. yeah. And he like smashes his arm back in. He goes, "Okay, I'm good now. Put me back in, coach." I always remember that Xena Warrior Princess television show. Remember, she's dislocated her shoulder, and she'd hold it and jump against a building, and she's just like, oh, yeah, back in now. <laughs> what? Uh, so Bobby Dallas in the chat says he has underwear older than Gavin. I suspect <laughs> those are darn tough underwear. Isn't <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> Jesus. Let me have a drink for that one. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, here's what we're going to do. Um, we're going to end the program on Facebook here, and we're going to go right over back into YouTube and continue to broadcast and record for our after show for our podcast. Crazy. And uh, our topic of discussion for that is going to be uh, what is one thing in retrospect, looking back, that you should have bought? Uh, and, and he, you know, before, you know, before today, and here's an example. Um, I'll give up mine right away. We were talking about uh, JT goggles. They're the hottest thing on the market right now. If you would have bought a bunch of them and just put them in a crate somewhere and stowed them away, you'd be a multimillionaire they, right now. They are the Bitcoin of paintball. They right. are. So you know what? We're going to talk about that in just a moment after the break. Guys on Facebook, thank you so much for joining us. Gavin, do you want to say your farewells? No, not at all. Okay. I, will, I refuse to. Okay, Joe? Uh, thanks, everyone, for tuning in tonight to uh, Beautiful Behind the Bunker. We'll see you next Monday night at 8 for more of the same but yet different. And it'll be fireside chat with your darn tough socks on. Yeah. Dan and Hardy in the live chat, you're lying. He says, been watching you guys on YouTubes on my new uh, TV in 4K. You look good. No, we don't. 
<laughs> Speaking of not, Josh, thank you for being on the program. Yeah, thanks for having me. And uh, thank you to everyone who shared the show. And to the rest of you, thanks for nothing. <laughs> thanks for nothing. All right. Thanks Nobody for watching, guys. From. If you guys head on over to YouTube, uh, we're going to continue to broadcast live over there. Don't be a freeloader. If you liked what you hear, make sure to hit the share button below. Also, follow us on our social media outlets like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, ICQ, and now MySpace. If you want to join the conversation, post your comments and we might read them on the show. Well, then, the, then you can. All right. So here's the question, ladies and gentlemen, as we posed it just before we. So, we yeah. Before you launch into that, can I just add one thing to that whole injury thing? Yeah. Uh, there's a company in Toronto called Precision Nutrition. And they were the company that used to do all the the stuff with GSP. Mm. And a few years back, GSP had to have surgery on both knees. And they wanted to get them back into uh, fighting and training as soon as possible, right? So Precision Nutrition made a program to help him heal faster by eating different foods. It was insane. Like how what they had him eat and what they had him prepare for for surgery allowed his body to go through the natural process of inflammation swelling natural. and all that <laughs> yeah and then afterwards um drop down swelling so healing started faster yeah and yeah. it was all like packing him full of fish oil beforehand so his body would retain moisture and then not uh, not eating anything with omega-3 afterwards and then once really? they, oh it was it's insane and they said that like his now he's kind of a outlier because he was in really good physical condition to begin with, yes. which helps a lot with recovery. But they were able to cut down his recovery time by they they said probably about thirty five percent. Wow! For people to go through that, and it was just it was outrageous how they're talking about just eating right. Sports hmm. medicine, sports nutrition is yeah, fantastic. Insane in sports psychology. Weren't they also using like? Uh, oxygen like heavy dosages of oxygen after injuries to help speed up the recovery process yeah i am not a apex level uh, <laughs> athlete you're not an apex predator apex predator yeah. i'm uh, i'm more omega uh, <laughs> the all the way down to the ride in the pine so i couldn't tell you do they uh, use a little eye of newt yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In yeah. Vol's blood, not Mole's blood. Vol's yeah. blood. So we're watching you guys in the in the live uh, YouTube chat right now. What what's something that you guys wish you would have bought back when it was still available, knowing the demand for it right now, where you could have either have just had it or um, you know been able to turn around and sell it on a lesser degree. I just thought of a Tipman C3. Yeah. I would have liked to have had a had bought one of those brand new and try to keep it working. Um, just to go out to a paintball field right now. Someone shows up with a tip and C3 at our field. People ooh and ah and go, what is that? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, You know what? We're Obviously, we were talking about earlier on the show, uh, all the JT stuff, the Proflex, uh, the uh, the Spectral line, like all of that original stuff. Uh, I've got a bunch of stuff appraised on uh, online now, and it is insane what the asking price is for it. Uh, and, uh, and that's used, right? If I had stuff brand new in box, yeah. Um, it would be uh, it would be very different. So if I knew, I would have uh, I would have got shipping containers or warehouses full of this crap and just unloaded it. Yeah. But I showed up to play last summer, and I had a pair of JTs on that I just found. I think I'd worn them once. I put them on. I showed up to the field, and Great. Braden Raymond looks at me and goes, "You're gonna wear those?" <laughs> it's like, "Yeah, why not? It's they're tan. They match with them." It goes, "You know those goggles are two hundred fifty dollars right now, right?" It's like, um. <laughs> They're also worth me playing right now, so 
here we go. Yeah. What about uh, an Armatech product? If you would have it brand new in a box, then you could say that it officially hasn't broken yet. Mm, that's not true. No one, no one <laughs> would buy an Armatech. I, I think, I think the hottest stuff you'll sell right now is the. Or if you had some orange JT Spectres or lime green JT Spectre bottoms, they would be. They're pretty hot. Um, some of the eight-shot repeaters are reasonably hot right now. Um, that shoot the 62 caliber. I got a couple of those. I'm still selling. Um, JT Sawcats. They were hot, but they're they're not so hot right now because maybe because it's hot out. And that's yeah. about it. I think the more important question is, what do you think will become hot in the near future like what's your speculation uh, well what's what's fashion following right now everything from the 80s 80s uh, 90s more 80s 90s jeans. so anything with neon that weird skiing onesie that was all white with the triangles and neon yeah. colors on them all that junk's gonna come back it'll just come back for paintball too I, I don't know what I don't know what's going to be hit. There's not much right now that's hot. Like J, like JT's brought out a few masks right now. They they'll you know they certainly won't decrease in value. Um, v Force keeps coming out with masks, but I don't think the V Force market it's a little more fickle. Um, I think the Spectres are would be fine, but I don't know. I don't know if there's anything paintball that's super hot or will be hot at the moment. Well, okay. So thinking of JT and their goggles, what about if you would have bought JT gloves? Think they'd be hot as hot as goggles, or you think not really? No. I had a pair of uh, one of their original like neoprene body glove ones, and they were my favorite gloves until I lost one at the field, like when I was packing up one day. So I had to mm. replace that. I don't would know. that be worth something? Yep, absolutely. To now. you, yeah. <laughs> there's somebody out there Thanks, who's Matt. got the left hand. Gavin has the right hand. Now's your time to pounce. It's like feel Tinder. <laughs> Do I have a match? Oh, uh, Ed in the in the YouTube chat says anything Reds. Yeah, Reds did not make a poor product. Even their gear bag with a stool. Oh, oh my gosh, I'd love not that. for resale, but I just. Re- realize what I would like to have come back and I would have just a bunch of them just to use them but any pod pack from NXE they really? best they pod make pack again? no best pod mm. pack ever existed yeah, you, you were all about those NXE but oh. they lasted forever okay I, so the evil ones I liked they were my second favorite but the evil and the extreme rage because they're made by the same thing though Velcro lasted a long time anything beyond that the Velcro was so weak that after like a, a season or half a season of like opening and closing them constantly for playing, they would just wear out. I right? St- I still have my <laughs> my War Games product pack. Oh yeah, with, I still yeah. Have with mine, the dump, with the dump pad. Now, now, I mean, you just mentioned that's going to be at least uh, what twenty five years old. Two thousand and four, two thousand and four, two thousand and five. That's so when they came it's, out. Um, and now the you know it, it, the elastic sort of um, stretched on it now, but it's still one of my favorite packs. It fit well, and I love the dump pouch on it for for your pods. It's pretty quite yeah. ahead of its time if you yeah. think about it with the dump pouch. Good do, job, Budor. Do you know what I really miss that I think was ahead of its time that goes unappreciated is the Spec Ops vest. That had the built-in cummerbund in it, so when you ran, everything stayed in place. Everything was stuck where it was. Like, well, like you wear a vest now, and half the time, it you you see people I, run, and they're literally holding their stuff on, and it's like this is ridiculous. I think the downfall of Spec Ops was they spent all their money on marketing. 
in that song. They did spend way too much money on marketing and building vehicles. Hey, recon rules. Recon rules. Yeah, recon rules. Yeah. Pet Shop Boys recon and then they, rules. They put it a super high quality print magazine on top of that. Yeah. And it was like, yeah. guys. Alan Whitaker in the live with the YouTube monies. chat says uh, he misses uh, JT had the best pod pack. I think Alan also liked JT's sneakers. Uh, wearing with JT uh, zip short pants and a JT rain jacket. Uh, that would have been quite an ensemble right there. JT had some serious hits, but they had some even bigger misses. I have a JT. <laughs> I, could do my vault, I could do a vault on the JT rain jacket. I have one. Yeah. I Come couldn't in. keep mine anymore because the smell no, that was of the, that rubber. No, that was the PBL <laughs> one. <laughs> but they, yeah. yeah, they were like, they had this white vinyl rain jacket and it it just it it had it wouldn't off gas enough it just it was so <laughs> bad off gas what is that where do you get who what is that hashtag off gas okay <laughs> don't <laughs> tell me you guys have never heard off gassing before i just heard it today for the okay. first time you I work you put out new this is my conversation every day okay good thank you you put out a roll of carpet brand new lay like lay down carpet you have to let it off gas i right? some carpet paint you have to let it off gas your <laughs> brand new re- your brand new car that you buy off the lot everyone loves that smell as do i that's terrible that's off gassing yeah. if you buy any piece of furniture from ikea or walmart and it comes in and it's squished together laminated wood and all this stuff you are supposed to open that up in a well ventilated area like a garage or outside for 48 hours before yeah. you bring that into your home yeah that's i grew nasty. up sniffing ditto machine fluid <laughs> buddy i'm all right i still remember that smell <laughs> in school <laughs> Hashtag off gas. <laughs> off gas. You get the sheets you and they're still warm. Sad. What's wrong with the word off gas? Oh, Matt, have it. you heard the word off gas? I, that, this is the first time I've oh, ever heard that he, term. He all learning stuff. Get out and talk to people. <laughs> he works <laughs> off gas. He works and he puts carpeting down and stuff. Have you never? Uh, no, I don't thing? off any gas. Okay. I'll tell you that. <laughs> it's it's because everything Go he puts in says low restaurant. VOC. Todd, I'm not going to let you get away from that. Get out and talk to people you say. When's the last time you had a conversation other than just right now? Okay, guys in the live chat. Me today at work. (laughs) Okay, guys in the live chat, please back me up that I'm not the only one that's on cracks thinking off-gassing is a thing. Bob's right. Bob Spicer. Todd is right. JT had horrible VOC vapor, volatile organic compounds. Off-gassing. I off gas all the time, says Bobby Doust. Yes. <laughs> yes. And you Alan do. Whitaker says boomer over. <sighs> <laughs> okay, boomer. <laughs> all right. Well, we better off gas this show. Yeah. It's about yeah, the end it's, of the show. It's, it's been out for about an hour. So it's open a window or seven. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys for joining us. Uh, anyone have any final thoughts before we say farewell? Off gas, everybody. Uh, Off gas. All right. Think uh, if you guys uh, get a chance. Off gas that share button. Hit that subscribe button on Apple iTunes or give us a rating. That would help us out, ladies and gentlemen. Um, And uh, click subscribe when you're downloading the podcast. That's awesome. Thanks, guys. Uh, Elliot Darno gets the comment. Last comment of the night. He says, yes, same with new mattresses. They are needing to be off gas. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks. We'll see you next week.